0: Good morning dear listeners. Well, Pundit, as you well know, is in partnership with Achtung Mual. And every sale of the Ultimate Football Trivia game benefits the Lions food hub. So before each show this season, we're going to try and give you an example question from this quiz. Game's great game. The more questions you answer, right, the more goals you score, and you can beat your opponents over a 45-minute or 90-minute uh, period, if that's how you choose to play it. So, I've got a question here for you, dear listeners. We'll put the answer at the end of the show. This is one just selected at random from uh, the international section uh, this week. Um, we don't want to go international, we're going to go Euro um, at the den. So, pundit question uh, A Sampdoria icon who played op- alongside Viali, Mancini, and later Rude at La Samp- Sampdoria. This right winger played a crucial part in Sampdoria's only ever Serie A title. This home win Sodom leapfrog Milan into top spot. He also played for Juventus, Crystal Palace, and Lazio. So he's a right winger, uh, played in the team containing Pagliuca, Veshevod, Manini, Lana, Katanic, Pari, Invernizzi, Dossena, Roberto Mancini, Gianluca Vialli, and Mr. X a right-winger who played a crucial part in Sampdoria's only ever Serie A title. He also played for Juventus, Crystal Palace and Lazio. I haven't got a clue. I don't know much about Italian football. If you know the answer, then listen to the end of the show. I'll read it out. Visit punditgames.co.uk if you like this kind of stuff.
4: the beautiful South Birmingham. No welcome, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to uh, a hot and muggy St. Andrew's
0: Birmingham. Welcome to the uh, Championship clash, twelve thirty kick off this afternoon. My name is Nick Hart. We're listening to Acton Mill number one Mill podcast of podcast. You are welcome to this Championship. Fixture between Birmingham City and Millwalls, waiting for the two teams to come out. Who's the They don't mean
5: you, do they? Eh? they don't mean you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, where were you the night we nearly signed Keeper Moore? I was sat at home, totally random. Twitter rumour appeared after a few brief hours. I think we all fell for the. Uh, the idea that Keita Moore might be coming. As it is, two signings, Alan Campbell, Ryan Longman, both midfielders, a uh, big debate online obviously to so whether we need yet more midfielders or not, Or do we need a centre-back? Barry uh, says we don't need a centre-back, we've got plenty. Uh, Named such show, uh, as obviously Jake Deepak, Sean Hutch, Wes Harding, Murray Wallace, because so big team news after doing this. Don't no Injured, who knows? Don't shovel up the M1, who knows? So Murray Wallace takes the uh, his place as a wing back, I'm guessing, that's wing back. In goal with him. Sarich, back line, Ryan Leonard, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson. In front of them, Joe Saddle, Billy Mitch, then Fleming, Tom Bradshaw. They're in this bit. Here come the two teams, lines are in Orange. This afternoon, flames leap into the air, and a bunch of uh, flame throwers out there on the pitch. All very modern football, doing this. Blue plumes of smoke, fireworks. This game better match up. Better match up. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm with the, the travelling mill support there, What the fuck is that? That's what you call an entrance, dear listeners. Half the ground here is a building site, One the, we're in the, uh, the away end, which is called the, the Gil Merrick End. The side, uh, immediately to our right, is called the Cop, and half of that is dug up at the moment. Looks like they're putting in some state, safe standing, judging by the far end of the pitch. The acrobat smell of cordite wafts across, like a battlefield, like the Battle of Waterloo. Not the most salubrious place in the world, but there we are. Not at South Burmesey, is it? Birmingham coming to today's game, pretty good, form. third place in the Championship. Lions indifferent, I think, shall we call it indifferent? I know we've made some signings and we had a win last week, which uh, I missed for the most part. But Birmingham sitting third in the table, three wins, one loss, one draw. Sarkic in a lurid, lurid Cerise Cerise outfit in goal. The Lions in the kind of um, railway workers' orange visible from a long way away. Let's hope for a decent start today. Uh, Gary Rowett pulled off a win last week and he needs another good performance. Shopping. Personally, I think it's going to be a tough game. A point will be a good result here for me. Let's see what we get. Two few uh, American flags dotted around St Andrews this afternoon, which I think is in honour of the uh, American ownership. Tom Brady, the Super Bowl, I don't know how many times, winner. New England Patriots star. I am I am not in white listeners, I am in um, stone. Stone I think it was described us in my shirt.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Mill gonna be attacking the Tilton end, which is um, I don't know. Is that a home end? It must be a home end and there must have... <laughs> away from us in the away end in the first half, please. good friendly relations away we go oh, I missed last week's win listeners uh, it's a blagger show last week watching the um, condensed highlights on the official site look like we're clinging on somewhat for Grim death towards the end here come Birmingham though just past the minute mark down our, our uh, left wing all in from the left side that's going to go for a caller but goal kick goal kick Big debate, pre much, whether uh, Zion Fleming looks happy or not. Um, personally, as I just said to uh, Phil Clark behind me, I spent most of my working career not very happy, so I still had to go in and do a job, so um, whether he's happy or not, it, for me, is irrelevant. He needs to get on and show himself. I'm going to take it. That's what you think too, dear listeners. I'm, I'm judging my... Uh, I've got my finger on the pulse of a middle support in that opinion. Burnham will keep possession. Dangerous on the left now, balled into the middle, yeah. falling high over the bar. Point after touchdown just to Mr Brady. Four minutes in. Will win the free kick. Tom Bradshaw goes down, far down the far end. Savile, Fleming, Nisbet. Fleming's walked away. Kevin Nisbet takes, shot on lead it! Nisbet! Beautiful free kick, the goalkeeper got a hand to it. Ball flies in there, net, 1-0 Millwall. Five minutes in. <laughs> well, there's a new string to his repertoire, dear listeners. A new string to his bow. A feather in his cap. Who knew he could do that? Move over, Zian Fleming. New kid is in town. It's moments like this after moaning about game management and applauding all the new rules that have come into football listeners that I now want game management solid for 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> hypocritical <laughs> Burnley now coming down the left again they look to exploit this left side Flip and the 10 minutes oh ball breaks this is Nisbet on the edge of the Penalty area, shot over the bar. Came out of nothing there, this is loose ball from the Birmingham defence. He punts it over the bar from the D under uh, attention from two defenders. Birmingham down the left. <laughs> inside the penalty area. Opportunity, he puts high over the bar. Three shot goal. Billy really beaten badly there, listeners. As they drink from the left side, but it's over the bar this is Norton Coffey breaking down the left, switch sides, ball into the middle. Looks like this bit was pushed away, but the referee's giving nothing there. The Birmingham breaking, while all the uh, bants goes on into the penalty left side, scuff shot. Target takes longer than this Sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> some philosophical debates going on here listeners so far a couple of wayward shots over the bar for birmingham but other than that it's been oh that's a poor, poor <laughs> other
1: than
0: that we've, we've done well we've got ahead and we're containing them you do get a sense that they can do better though so, work still to be done what
1: <laughs> she
0: Birmingham free kick on the right way halfway inside the middle half. Chance to put the ball into the into the action. It comes it's headed by Zian Fleming, he- headed over from the close range. Poor header by Zian Fleming, put into the danger zone, and the five headed over for Birmingham. Side of no 19
2: minutes
0: this year. Saddle to take it Cooper being manhandled and it comes it's a deep one To Ryan Leonard on the volley oh what a
3: goal what a fucking goal this girl Go on the volley by Ryan Leonard directly the front from
0: the corner fucking hell slammed home slammed dunk 20 minutes Lions lead at 2-0 I, mean, I want to see the replay on that. Will they show it? Oh. Offside. Oh, what a little
4: cunt.
0: How, how so long after the event, the teams are reforming. Oh. Goal stolen from us, listeners. Well, too far for me to judge from here, dear listeners, I'll tell you that much, but uh. No-one was talking about offside in the immediate aftermath of the goal. The referee gave it. It was a beautiful strike. Disallowed goal. Oh, no, no. That's livening up the home fans, if nothing else. You'll have to tell me on your, on your, on your TVs how that offside that was. isn't That still burns inside at the moment, I can tell you. Great tackling right, back by Kevin Nisbet there. Cuffey inside and Ryan then the clears it. Good work. 22 minutes, halfway through the half. It's been pretty good by the nines. Should be two ahead. It's 1-0 at the moment. Harry Wallace chases his man down on the left side. Great effort there. That's more like it, listeners. Game's become a bit scrappy last few minutes. A few wayward passes by both sides. 28 minutes. A little bit of attention to uh, Sean Hutchinson. Looks like he's... uh, gone down. Substitution was being signalled for Sean Hutchinson. It was add fire to the huge uh, online debate about whether we should or shouldn't have signed a centre-back. Harding coming in. Yes. They do a silly who when they announce the names, listeners. And yet more proof if ever you wanted it. You'd so be thankful you're a Millwall fan. Not any other club. Anyway, back to the uh, Oh, nice floated in by it's a deep one it's caught by Jake Cooper at the far post into the side netting. Oh, lovely lovely uh, deft skills there Billy Mitchell in midfield Pick nice passing in back on the halfway line with all that niceness and then put it into touch all that niceness went to waste time, Come on. George Evans back another departure gone to the uh, FC Hollywood glamour of Wrexham, George Evans. And Vogie, of course, departed. Afidazan Vogie has gone to Hanover, 96. Didn't mind Vogie. I didn't mind George Evans, to be honest. Obviously, both became um, memes for uh, you know, poor players, but I don't think that was bad as a lot made them out today. That's my humble opinion, listeners. I'm going to stick to it. We're making life awkward for Birmingham as so they try and break forwards. But bodies between them and uh, their forward runners a couple of um, high shots apart from it, nothing much to report from the uh, brum viewpoint obviously the huge uh, talking point from the lions would be that this is second goal it's been a good overall performance for me this is um, this bit now is trying to find bradshaw 38 minutes but just cut out of the last long ball for zian trying to find some bradshaw been a bit nondescript for me, Zian Fleming, in this first half. Nothing much to report from the Dutch superstar. Birmingham on the break now. Coming down our right. Into the penalty area. A moment of opportunity. in blocked shot. Volleyed high over the bar. It's a moment when the goal seemed to open up for the uh, seven as he ran into the right side of the box. But uh, it falls to the 34 who volleyed it high over the bar. Listen, there's no danger there. Beautiful smell of curry make me feel hungry. Curry, that curry. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of restlessness amongst the home crowd. Birmingham have done very little in in this game. A couple of high volleys and high shots, but nothing much to report from the uh, the Brum perspective. <laughs> Keep talking about the Brum perspective, listeners. I've noticed. I'm gonna to have to find a new expression for you. The board's the viewpoint. Here yeah, they come down our right side last 60 seconds of the first half that Mills should feel pretty comfortable about but uh, obviously they not want to concede a little bit of mayhem there as uh, ping pong between Jake and, and Murray Wallace, we do bring it away
3: there
0: last uh, few seconds and a half this is Birmingham pressing forwards oh. penalty Sarkic came out, clipped his ankle right at the very depth I thought it was a penalty in the moment, listeners. Poor challenge, Sarkic. A little bit of confusion with Jake, I think. And this will be an equalizer for a totally undeserved at the death of the half. Seven's going to take it. Sorry, excuse me, the nine's going to take it. Confusion between Jake and Sarkic, let's just say that, listeners. Here we go.
3: They saved it. Yes! Saved it! <laughs>
0: Great save! Great save! Beautiful save! Down low, down to his right. Lies, nice, dodge a bullet! Blimey! It's not good for my heart, listeners. Well, well, well. There's the half time whistle. Half time, Mill lead it, 1 0.
5: Achtung! Half
0: time, I'm talking to Sean Litchfield. Sean, that was a dramatic half a football mate would it <laughs> well it's typical mill wall to make it hard for themselves it typical. Just. absolutely big talking point obviously was that disallowed goal well i mean half to tell in all honesty from our viewpoint but um took a long while for the offside to be given there mate it took too bloody long mate yeah but it's i can't see who was interfering with play with a shot like that beautiful strike beautiful strike by leonard great strike Great strike. I think we've done alright though. I mean obviously we've got the drama of the late, late, late penalty save there, but take that apart, I think we've made it awkward for them. They've not looked up to much at all. No, I don't think they have. I don't think they've caused us too much trouble there. No. Bit of a blow blowutch going off, um, but yeah. good luck to the boy Harding when he's come on. 100%. Big second half to come. Yes, mate. very big. Very big. Important. Two. Important. Yeah, our teams are out, listeners, for the second half. We'll be attacking us in the away end of this uh, second period. Been 45, it'd be a big win if we can pull this off. One or two comments online, apparently, I will just speaking to Sean there as you heard. I um, Cooper was in an offside position when that goal, that second goal, but it would have been winning. Hard to tell, uh, to see it again. You almost certainly have seen it since uh, this recording made. Anyway, there we go. Going his underway. way. the next 10 minutes. Done nothing, is he? Passenger, is he? Whether he's got a lack of confidence, whether he's sulking, I don't know, you can't spend too much time worrying about all that though, he's, he's so supposed to be... Remember when Jed uh, didn't
3: get his move to Borough with Sav? Yeah. We had about a month of Jed sulking and not playing well, but we yeah. over it and
0: you know... Yeah. And Fleming needs to do the same, but it shouldn't be too big, that the manager can't say actually mate.
5: But I need a little bit more in there
0: today. very anonymous, oh, so, very anonymous so far. That
5: Campbell would be perfect for today. You know, we need... With yeah. Hutchov I think we need more energy, more pressing further forward.
0: I hope you're listening Gary Rowett. Thankfully some of their passing has been awful this, this, uh, the whole game so far. Listeners, long may that continue. <laughs> nice work there by White Harding again. This is, so far he's looking comfortable, replacing the Hutch obviously. To Birmingham throw, deep in our half, down by the right side corner flag. Insane smell of curry. I'm starving hungry at the moment, listeners. So um, it's taunting. This is shot from the right side. Right side, shot across goal, one each. 28. Charles inside the penalty area, decent shot, probably off the right side post. It's brought the stadium to life, if nothing else, because it was pretty flat in here up until that moment. <laughs> Referee letting a lot go in middle now, in Birmingham's favour. Get out, Wall! Get out! getting pressed now, can see the throwing. 28 does well on the left. Chance to get the ball across. Six. Still bouncing around the middle there. We've been under a bit of pressure here, listeners. Oh, great shot and save there by Sarkic. 61 minutes. Ryan's clinging on. Ball in from the left again. That's deep. That's headed away. Mill not getting, not keeping the ball. We're clinging on for Grandef, dear listeners. Personally, I would take off Fleming. He's not shown much. But who knows the mind of Gary Rowett, dear listeners. Lovely work Ryan Leonard there. Winning possession, deep at her own half. That's a free kick from Millwall. Billy getting caught. Chance to slow things down a little bit. Catch our breath. Got through that period of of, uh, pressure there, somehow. Chance to send down men forwards and having this deep free kick just inside her own half. Looks like Ryan Leonard to take it. We'll launch it forward, there's Jake, Harding, Nisbet in the forward line. Fleming, shot deflected left-sided corner as we look, right side as we play. Here it comes, it's a deep one, Jake is free, he's uh, powered back into the six-yard box, that's gone for a throw in, over by the left side corner flag, Harding to take, looks like he may have a long throw on him, he does have a long throw, it's uh, into Jake Cooper taken on the line by the goalkeeper, decent long throw there by Wes Harding. Since the nine now into the mill penalty area, shot high over the bar. 67 minutes, halfway through the second half. We had a spell of intense pressure a few minutes ago, which we've managed to get through. It's one each at the moment. Um, still all to play for. I do feel like some changes are needed. I would personally be removing Izzy and Fleming, who has not shown me much in this uh, game at all, to be honest. But we'll see. 69 minutes, in it comes. It's flicked on. Falls to Jules his shot, is on target, but the goalkeeper saves it on the line. No real power behind it, scuffed it lava. Nice work. And this bit does a lot of work tracking back, this is. That is a manager's dream, a, a dangerous looking forward, but he does do the work tracking back. A lot of praise for Kevin Nisbet. From my first, well, no, I did see him against uh, Bristol, but that was uh going to exclude that as a from my memory, I've expunged it. First real sight of him, I think, probably the best way to put it. Very impressed. Norton's coming into the box, he checks. It's in towards Bradshaw. It's just flicked away at the death there by the blue defender. The boys all action. I'm impressed with Norton Cuffey. Listeners, Brooke Norton Cuffey, a lot of effort being put in by the boys this afternoon. Looks like some changes. Lisbeth coming out. Campbell and Longman, it looks like, listeners. Strong resemblance between Alan Campbell and Jerry Skalak. It's almost like Jerry has been cloned. Looks like Danny Max in as well. Sorry, I must have missed that in. I've been trying to get a signal to see who the substitutions were. Looks like Danny Max out there as well. Looks like Roman Essay's coming in, Jules Savile coming out. Is Birmingham on the left side, one minute in of the six, ball into the middle across the face of the goal. Yeah, they stayed, won uh, last week, I think, with a late, late, late goal. And Millwall have uh, obviously conceded against Bristol to a late, late, late goal. So we did say switched on here, listeners. Goal kick as it is. Billy Mitch now lofts it back in. That's uh, full time, dear listeners. Finishes one each, probably a fair result overall. Uh, Millwall Times in that second half. i clinging on somewhat. Decent performance overall. Sean, decent performance for you, mate? I think a fair, a fair result. We had the first half. They had the second. Probably very much the second half, yeah. Um, but no, I thought it was a decent fighting performance overall. Exactly like last
1: week, mate. We had the first half. They had the second. Today was exactly the same. Nice
0: Good luck. game of football. Nice to see you again, Sean. Good luck, mate Achtung. welcome back to the show dear listeners joining me now to review yesterday's uh, deserved uh, point up there at st andrews in my opinion we've got two stalwarts of the show it's matt richards welcome to the show matt morning nick and all the way from the south coast somewhere on at i used to say in the wartime it's september the 3rd today listeners somewhere on the south coast of england it's john rankin <laughs> good morning nick good morning matt a mystery location, yeah. um, chaps. That was that was a, a hard fought game yesterday. Um, I thought it was a bit of a microcosm of, of the season in a way. Cause there was there was good, bad, and indifferent all, all thrown into one one game, which for me so far has summed up Millwall's start really. Um, how did you see the game, John? Did you get a chance to watch it on, on screen yesterday? Yeah, I did.
3: Well, I was actually playing football. There you go.
0: <laughs> yesterday morning.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, believe it or not.
0: Just as I, just as I took a sip of coffee, this <laughs> John Springs movie playing football. I didn't, I didn't see know. you. He sprayed my apple with coffee. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I got told I was too fat and had to improve on my fitness. So there you go. I mean, you know, I said to my colleague, I said, well, you're telling me something I know anyway. So, But anyway, yeah. So... We we played football yesterday morning, uh, walking football, old Bexillians, Right. and then got back just in time to uh, see the last 20, 30 minutes of the first half and the second half. So <clears throat> I, I don't feel completely qualified to uh, talk about it because I I tend to only ring in or do voicemails. The games I actually go to live, but yeah. uh, but having said that, you know, uh, we did watch it all the way through, and I agree with you entirely. It was. Triumph, you know, it was highs and lows. So on my little pad here, I've got highs, George Savile and Billy Mitchell. Um, I've got, you know, ticks against Wes Harding. Obviously, two massive ticks against Ryan Leonard, who was my man of the match. Outstanding performance. Outstanding performance. Look at it. You know, (laughs) look at his contribution. Um, Yeah. And also some tick, George Longman, I thought, looked good when he came on. Uh, on the on the negatives, uh, we we're plagued by a lack of communication and leadership in our defence. And I would make George Savile or Ryan Leonard captain straight away. It would be a no-brainer for me because someone has got to marshal that defence. And I point towards the penalty. You know um, the indecision there between the lack of communication yeah. with Jake and uh, the goalkeeper. Um, there's a lot of that goes on, and I think to be honest with you, our defence looked better with Hutchinson out and with Danny Mack out. I think, to be honest with
0: you, um, there you are. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree on on that on that point. Particularly, I, I was quite impressed with Wes Harding. Matt, did you hmm. uh, did you get a chance to see the game yesterday, mate?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, I
0: did. Um, How did you see see proceedings
1: at St Andrews? Yeah, I, thought, I mean, it was a it was a good point. You know, we would have taken it before the start of the game. Birmingham started well, although I wasn't impressed by them at all. The, the amount of misplaced passes they're doing, they were awful, really. So you kind of start thinking, is it them being bad or is it us forcing them into errors? And I think it probably was in the first half, to be fair. But um, yes yeah, it was a hard one point. I think it's it's it is kind of we are Kind of not there at the moment, kind of misfiring. You know, we play in like thirty-minute spells, and then suddenly we we kind of get in, we sit back a bit, or we get caught out, lacks of concent, you know, lack of concentration, that kind of thing. which um, it's, it's a it is a kind of average start to the season, isn't it, really?
0: Um, yeah, I think we're mid-table, aren't we?
1: Yeah, we are. We're
0: twelve. One, two, fun. drawn, one, lost, two, which is you know middle for Diddle. So yeah. Mid-table respectability. there's so, a few other clubs that might have expected better, but yeah.
1: Well, you look at Borough, they, they're awful, aren't they? But I mean, mm. I, I think um, I think it's it's more about the performances, I think, that points-wise, it's okay, I think, because are only like three points, I think, off top six. I know it seems early to talk about playoffs, but it's only three points off top six. But yeah. we, we haven't had a fluid performance, have we? A, a performance that we can kind of say end-to-end, gets us off our seats and thinks we've got a good team here and we, we, we could have a good season. I think that's where we're kind of stuck at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was interesting going up to St Andrews yesterday, which is um, a club in transition, I think, probably a bit of cliched way you'd put it. They've got new ownership. They've clearly got American ownership. The uh, the fireworks and the flamethrowers as the two teams enter the pitch. You thought you were at the, the Coliseum for the, uh, the Gladiator versus, uh, you know, his main rival or something it was, it was a bit over the top but that <clears throat> yeah they've invested in their side i i agree with you Matt. i, I wasn't terribly impressed the, the, the kind of um struggle that i had driving back yesterday in, in my head was whether we made them um look poor or whether they are actually poor <laughs> um i think it's a bit of both because i think we actually did make ourselves very awkward particularly in the first half that we we dominated um just looking at Gary Rowitz post-match comments here. Um, he says, we dominated the first half. Yes, yes, we did. Um, we had uh, we scored a good goal to open the, the account, uh, the shot from Kevin Nisbet. Who knew he could hit free kicks like that, I think. Uh, move over Zian. He's got a new, new free kick taken now. Uh, and then we were very, very unlucky with the our goal, which um, I still haven't seen back listeners since uh, this morning, so I, I still don't know. I'm, I'm told Jake was offside, so yeah, uh, I think yeah, it was just... Saying. Yeah, yeah um, I mean, it just took a long while for that decision to come in. It seemed like a long while in real time that um, there's this mystery post. People are using the word VAR, have disallowed it. Whereas well, To my knowledge, there's no VAR in the Championship. And they said, you know, bringing it in for Millwall Games only as a method of keeping us out of the Premier League. I don't know if, <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's a conspiracy too far, John. I mean... it. I was intrigued by the, the VAR posts I saw. No, it's not
3: a conspiracy, Nick. You know, and I know, and Matt knows. That's fact, right? <laughs> you, you know, you've only, any 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 Millwall sport or worth their salt who knows our our uh, history will know that um, <clears throat>
0: that does I don't. I don't monitor the subs. Of course, the
3: establishment hates us, mate. Anyway, back to uh, I think for me the standout thing really is this system that Gary Rowett is playing uh, requires a number 10 to make it work. Now, yesterday, I think we did. We made Birmingham look uh, not as good as they could be because of three players. I think George Savard and Billy Mitchell broke up, dominated the midfield, did exactly what <clears throat> you would expect from those two, and you had Ryan Leonard behind them who's competent yeah. on the ball, can take the ball. So the scenario is, you know, George or Billy going in and nick the ball. They can lay it back to Ryan Leonard, who is comfortable on the ball and doesn't fluff it and, you know, panic, right? So, but where yeah. we're, what we're missing is we've got no wingers. We've got no dedicated wingers. We've got two wing backs, two front men. So, yeah. you know, it's obvious to me, you need a number 10 that is performing, looking for the ball, Hungry for the ball, asking for the ball, and moving it forward and getting his two front men playing. We haven't got that. That's the elephant in the room. Now, no. um, that's why you know we didn't. We, we could have won that game easily yesterday. And I think George Savile is you know if you look at him, he's he, he, he's he's um, he's not happy with what's happening in front
0: of him in terms of um Ian Fleming. Basically, I think. Apparently, uh, I was was standing in the away end, just and apparently, Matt George Savile's dad walked past me. I didn't know it was George Savile's dad, Um, and everyone said he he always looks unhappy. Um, George Savile's dad, (laughs) I'm talking about. Um, Maybe I don't know if George Savile is unhappy, but his dad always looks like he's He's, got a a, a face on. As as uh, he's always got like a hound dog Um, look,
1: isn't he, George Savile? Hound dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's
0: nothing but a hound dog. I, I mean, I, I, I take, um, I, I, take John's point because we do the num, the person wearing the number ten shirt at the moment is, is I don't think it is Ian Fleming. I think it's someone masquerading as, as Ian Fleming. It doesn't look anything like the player we saw last season. No. Um, I, that, that intrigues me because you know I, I know players get unsettled by, by a transfer talk, Matt. Um, but you, you got get, you gotta get along with it. I mean, he's still earning decent money. He's still living in the the greatest city in the world, in my opinion. He's got a pretty decent setup here. You know, I I know Burnley are in the Premier League, but life could be a lot worse for Zian. And if that's still playing on his mind, well, it needs to start to uh, liven up a little bit Um, because we saw nothing from him yesterday. And I I make John's point about the need for, you know, more creativity in that position to be very, very valid because that was missing yesterday.
1: Yeah. And I think, but then I, I, and I think it could be, an overhang from the speculation but he, he didn't have a great end to the season anyway you know and that was before the no, speculation no. so i think i think it's it's both part i mean he's purple patch last year was just before just before christmas not even run up to like christmas you know end of september up until like january really when you scored you know all those goals but yeah he hasn't started well and he's not undroppable. You know, I think uh, it'd be interesting to see what sort of player... Campbell only came on for 10 minutes yesterday, didn't he? But, I mean, look, Luton fans are raving over him. You know, and I think he could be more of an attacking midfielder. He's not like a CDM. So he could be he could be a bit of competition there for the Z. And also, I'm thinking Watmore as well. Uh, I know he's a bit more of an industrious, kind of left-sided player, more of a forward. But what I've seen from Watmore is, is he, he does have an eye for a pass. And he he can thread through, you know, passes through. I think he did that against Blackpool, didn't he, Um, in the game towards the end of the season. So, yeah, there should be, he's not undroppable, And I I think it would be a good statement if whether Rout would do it against Leeds. I don't know, because that's the next game. Um, That's a big, big um, move to make. But I think he he should be bringing him off with half an hour to go. You know, he's he's not even taking him off with half an hour to go. You know, and that's, I think that's, that is no. seeping through, and I think, I think fans are right to question that because you're right, John. It is a pivotal part of the team, and, and we're kind of he's, he's going missing.
0: But yeah, John. I mean, I, I, I think the the Zee and Fleming question is is very valid because you know you've just rightly laid out the problem, and we're not getting really value for money for our from our Dutch superstar at the moment, mate. Are oh, we? I don't know what's going through his head at the minute.
3: Well, what's worrying me is if you actually just watch him. Hmm. It's difficult to do in a football match, but I like to do it from time to time. I'm just watching what he's doing. He's hiding from the ball.
0: Yeah.
3: He's, he can't be – no one can pass to him. It's, it's such something's gone wrong in his head. <clears throat> if you contrast the player, Rotherham, when he scored that absolute weldy off his left foot. Yeah. Right? You know, Billy Mitchell made the space, passed it inside. He cut inside. And he Zian Fleming said himself it was his best career goal, that left footer at Rotherham. And then he scored that hat trick at Preston North End. You know, contrast that with the player that me and Matt, I was standing next to Matt at Norwich when he had acres of time in front of the goal. And he he he, he, he hit it with his left foot. And it was like a yeah. I said to Matt, I said, not being funny, I literally could have done better than that myself, Matt. Like, you know, and <laughs> Matt said, so Yeah, so could I. It was just it was like it was like a someone who yeah, hadn't played football before. Yeah. He just totally scuffed the ball. So, <clears throat> you know, he's now, the thing that worries me is there's been nothing to redeem him. There hasn't been a flash of brilliance. No, no. And you go, oh, well, we can forgive him all that. He's just created a beautiful goal. He's scored a fantastic goal. It's just consistent not showing up. If you watch him, he's he's not in a position. You know, the last World Cup I was watching, that Anton Griezmann, right, who changed for France, who changed from a number nine to a number ten. Yeah. And I was watching him and... They, and you look at you know Messi and all these players. right? Any decent number ten, anyone can find them. They are you know I'm here. Always they're they're, they're yeah. always available. Yeah. They want the ball. They're hungry for the ball. The the whole idea is that the aim of going forward is to play it play through. It they are the main. Yeah. They come and get the ball with the look at Mitrovic for Fulham. He's a number nine. But he used to get frustrated and drop deep and pick up the ball in the centre circle. And, and, you know, Harry Kane does the same as well. So he's not hungry for the ball. He's not looking for the ball. He's a waste of space at the moment. And um, I would bring in someone else, you know? I don't
0: know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Campbell came on yesterday, as as, as we've all said. Um, I mean, Matt, he, he looked like he needs a bit of um, fitness work. He looked like he could yeah. be in John's walking football team at times yesterday. But... Um, you know, there's it, it's, it's work still would be done. But he, he is a decent player. He's come from a decent side. And as, as mm-hmm. we've said, Luton fans are, aren't are terribly happy about losing him. So um, competition for places, I think, is a great thing. I want to mention Brooke Norton Cuffey because I really like the look of oh, this yeah. boy. Um and it was interesting when Danny Mack did come into the game, which was fairly late. Was it with ten minutes or so to mm-hmm. go, something like that? But he looked like he was in, you know, enlivened from the Danny that we we'd seen previously. So, you know, uh, competition for Zian won't be a bad thing. Hopefully, once Campbell gets himself um, sharp, and I also want to mention Norton Cuff because I think he's really given us something going down that right side. Um, def- yeah. You know, I, def- I like the look of him, Matt.
1: Definitely, Nick. I think um, you know he's still. Like of like, like quite a few of the players are, they're getting used to each other and how they play. But yeah, definitely coming forward. I mean some of some of his touches you can tell he's got a bit of quality there, which you'd expect yeah. from coming from Arsenal. Um I think it was in the second half he whipped a ball over, superb cross, but Nisbet and and Bradshaw they didn't they didn't really kind of they didn't gamble on it. You know, and that's the kind yeah. of thing where he can do that, whereas probably they're not used to like Danny being able to get that sort of ball in. But once yes. they get used to them, the fact, they know what he's going to do. Like as soon as he get just first time, bang. And if we had somebody chancing, then that could have been, you know, could have been a goal. <clears> so yeah, I'm 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 infused by that. And yeah, Danny came on, did what Danny does. You know, he, he never he never lacks for effort, does he? It's it's just no, no, the, no. The, the, it's just been with that final through ball, that final cross with Danny. That's that's always been the argument with Danny. But yeah, I mean, if if that could um, spur him on to do better, then. More is the same because I mean, that's great because you know, we've got a few injuries with our defenders, so we do need we do. to have defenders playing well.
0: I mean, no, John, no Joe Bryan yesterday. Um, there was some speculation he's a bit like Dennis Bergkamp, he don't travel anywhere, he will only, he'll only play in um, <laughs> within zone zones one and two of London or something, you know. Um, but fair play to Murray Wallace. I mean, he's he's, he's I, I like Murray Wallace, he is he, forever. Um, has his limitations, but he's a very Millwall player, Murray. And yeah, you know, you can point to some of the wayward passing at times, but for commitment and effort and sheer willingness to stand up and be counted when in a position that probably isn't his most comfortable, I I, I can't see beyond him. But yeah, of course, quality, um, you know, Joe Bryan's a quality player. Um, But I I just want to mention uh, Murray yesterday. I thought he actually didn't do a bad job in that role. Yeah,
3: I agree. He came on and, uh, you know, didn't make any howlers. Which is what it's all about, really, in defence. You know, it's being consistent being solid. Yeah. Because you make a mistake up front and people go, oh, unlucky. You know, good effort. You make a mistake at the back and people go, you idiot. Yeah, you're, you're, punished. Goal, right?
0: you're punished for your effort. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And on that note, right, you know, like George Long, right, let's just mention George Long a little bit. Because our first goal, I don't think it was particularly good, you know, to be honest with you.
0: What,
3: the, yeah. the free kick? If <laughs> you looked at it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's particularly great. Impress me. Impress me at the
0: moment. He
3: <laughs> well, yeah, would do, wouldn't it? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a kick. But when you actually look at it, yeah, right? You know, he, he did a George Long, John Ruddy. He... he it wasn't like in the top corner or anything like that. He just palmed it he in the back of Got a hand the net. to it.
0: He seen from the it was the far end from where I was standing. So right. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. He to get I a
3: mean, hand. I'm not taking nothing wrong, It was a great goal, but it, what, the point I'm trying to make is, if George Long had done that, he'd have been slaughtered. Oh
1: yeah,
0: he was,
3: absolutely yeah. slaughtered.
1: And Ruddy was awful. Yeah,
3: right? yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but but John Ruddy, oh, still a great goalkeeper. So I think, and, and that's why I mentioned it in respect to Murray Wallace. Because we're very quick to just slaughter people. <laughs> well, you know, like, yeah. you know, you go from hero to zero, didn't you? And, you know, right. you know yeah. In, in, yeah. In,
0: yeah,
3: In the flip of an eye, and so. Um, but yeah, I agree. And um, the other thing I want to agree with what Matt just said there about we got a lot of new players there. Norton Cuffey, Longman, who look good. Yeah, Joe is. Bryan. And all. Yeah, they've all got to learn how to play with each other. Yeah, you know, it's so many days. Nisbet and Bradshaw—they've got to learn how to play with each other. You know, the two. Players from Millwall that play really well together, way right, Danny Mack and Billy Mitchell. You watch them, they link up because they came through, didn't they, together? You know, yeah, they're always same
0: looking each other. yeah, yeah. So you
3: get these little partnerships in football, you know, um, where you're under pressure and you look for the bloke you, you, you know, you know. So that will develop in time, I think. And I'm sort of cautiously optimistic for Millwall. I think if we play the right sort of players, if Ryan Leonard can stay fit, <laughs> and if um, Zian can sort his head
0: out you know I think I think we'll have a good chance Certainly the ingredients are there Matt I mean there, there was, I was saying at the ground yesterday there was a brief surreal moment on uh, Friday night where we were signing Kiefer Moore and I think everyone went into a kind um, of um was... uh, like, like, <laughs> a, a strange kind of Positive, twilight zone yeah. in their heads and then of course reality bit and um, it never, never happened but I've got to take my hat off to James Berrelson for you know, uh, for the support he's given to to Gary Raukes. I mean, we've made some decent signings. I know you can always say the squad is a bit lightweight, but, you know, we are Millwall at the end of the day. We are not Real Madrid and this is still one of the better looking squads that I've seen in my time as a Millwall fan and that's Mm. 50 plus years, you know. Um, Absolutely. Hats off to the support that Berylson's giving us.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right, Nick. I think, You've got to think about this. It's all about budget, you know. And I know people sometimes go, "We oh, yeah, have budget. Is, you know, we've got to go for it." But we're right to, to to stay a cautious, sustainable club. But we spent more money, you know, more than yeah. we've ever done ever. We've we've we are gradually improving the squad. We've got a, we've got a Scottish international up front. De used to be Belgian under 21. You know, yeah. you've got Campbell's from a good Luton team. Brian, who's got Premier League experience. We are gradually improving the quality of say you no know, squad. Um, now don't get me wrong, you've got the right tactics, you've got the right attitudes, application, etc., and you've got the right combination. And players, like we just said, need to understand how each other works. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Going back to James Bellson and the Bellson family, unbelievable support, you know, and just. Still, still, kind of can't believe how lucky we actually are, really, to to have them as as the owners of our club, really. So you you're absolutely right. I think they they and they do. I think every Mule fan understands that it's um yeah, it's a good position to be in. Yeah,
5: it's
1: a good position. to be
0: Absolutely, in. absolutely. Um, we're going into an international break now, chaps. Um, so it's the first five fixtures of the season, and I, I suppose you can be picky and say it's been a, a mix of good, bad, and indifferent. Um but some tough ones coming ahead, John. I mean it's uh, Leeds next, isn't it? On which is a Sunday morning kickoff on the uh, the seventeenth. Seventeenth of September, that'd be a TV game. And then, you know, every fixture looks difficult, but uh Rotherham at home, West Brom away and Swansea at home. So um that's a big sequence of four fixtures there we could do with um a few wins. A few home wins would be nice, wouldn't
3: they? Yeah, I mean that's what concerns me, is it would there any Mural supporter our lack of form at home and you know it, it's it, it leaves me feeling very uneasy mm. um the way we perform at home and it's the same old same old all the time so teams come park the bus we can't break and drum because we're playing yeah. four, we're playing five at the bat and we haven't got any creativity, and they nick a goal in the ninety-fourth minute, like mm. Bristol, like Nottingham, Nottingham Forest two years ago. Even with that kid who's gone to Tottenham Hotspur yeah. for forty-seven and a half mil, we were all over Notts Forest, and uh, grabbing didn't he yeah. scored the goal right in the last lookings. Same old, Huddersfield, on and on and on. So we at home, um, we do have to, you know, go at teams. Yeah. We got to go at them. We do. And we've we got to have, you know, if Zian Fleming ain't firing, mate, you don't start him. You put Roman SA on, yep. you put Duncan Watmore on there, you get those creatives going. Because with Ryan Leonard and Jake Cooper um, and the wing backs, you know, and and, and, and and the two CDMs, you've got the platform there. You've got the platform. So we've just got to go for it and and uh, and, you know, and start performing at home, bring the crowd into play, show a bit of... Um, vigor yeah. and, a, and a bit of willingness, and, and it will sort itself out. But this playing technical football at the den, you know, doesn't,
0: doesn't, doesn't, doesn't excite know. the masses. It's good support mm-hmm. yesterday, incidentally, chaps. I was up there myself. Uh, I think it was about nine nine hundred and thirty. I think I read might have been just short of a thousand on the day, but um, good support. Um, some interesting. Thing um Support for Gary Rowett. There was a chant that went up that his football was all right, which I, I love. was that. a very <laughs> passive, passive, <laughs> uh, passive uh, yeah. praise, and it? it's like it's like on your annual report at work, Matt. You know that you're you're doing okay. It doesn't sound brilliant, but you're not. You're actually not, not completely. That's a nice up. guy. Oh, competent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> competent.
0: <laughs> competent. <laughs> your football is competent. <laughs> yeah. Your
3: football is competent. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I love, um, I love, I love that after um, Norwich, you know, because obviously he got pelters there, and then, then he had to yeah. dig back, obviously after the six he Stoke game, and then the fans coming back with a, uh, yeah, you are right. I think it's brilliant. What a way to uh... <laughs>
0: Um I mean, it was all right yesterday because <laughs> we didn't get a beat, but um, I must admit that I mean, question marks remain over some of his choices. We we seem to go a long way. I don't know, maybe fitness of Campbell, for example. Uh, Longman, maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe that dragged out at the time where he makes the changes. But, Johnny does seem to drag his heels when it comes to changing in-game tactics and, uh, you know, reshuffling the pack with, with players. Uh, he, he still has a horror of a creative, I think, because um, knowing Marku yesterday, I would have thought Marku's pace would have, you know, maybe helped us press forward to win it. But I suppose Rowett's yeah. philosophy is that you take the point and you go back down the N1 and that's... Good football, you know. Good football approach. So, um, how do you see Rowett at, at this early stage of the season? Is, is there still a, a gallows built in the car park, or is he is he out of the woods for you now? To mix my metaphor, well, no. I mean,
3: yeah. I mean, but I would definitely, you know, you can't. I think you, it's a matter of balance, isn't it? And, and you know, and, and it comes to the wrong um, club uh, if your balance ranking, exactly. <laughs> Just about the same. That. But that's you know, but that's what it is. It's a yeah, matter of. Yeah. I'm trying to be sensible about it because what you can't do is give someone complete free reign to say, look, you know, we're Mirror we don't sack managers, you're real till you want to go. You can't do that. No. And um, at the same time, you can't sort of uh, start, you know, denigrating someone after two bad games. So uh, my position is I was stick to what I said a like, couple months ago. You ago. You, you put performance, you know, measures on it. And you say, we've got to see at home our next three home games, we've got to win two. Yeah. You know, or else questions are going to be asked. And you, and you just take a sensible approach to it. It's, it's Football's a results business, right? Well, we can all talk about Gary Rowett's lack of passion or passion or all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a results business. And, you know, you start, I, I think the chief exec and, and the ownership should start saying, we've got to see. You know, we've got to see improvement in the short term or else you're not going to be set, but, you know, we've got to see improvement and we're going to start considering our options. Just like he brings players in to give Danny Mac a bit of competition, well, he needs a bit of competition as well. You know, yeah. he's got to perform. Going forward,
0: you know? I mean, the, the, the huge debate, met on Friday, prior to the sudden arrival of, in our consciousness of Kiefer Moore and then the equally swift departure. But there's a big debate. Which was illustrated yesterday, why why are we not looking for another centre-back? Gary Rowett's explanation is that we've got enough already. I've got to admit, I I, I like the look of Wes Harding when he came in. I thought he did look competent, he did look solid. Um, But the general (coughs) response from Rowett was that you're you're managing your budget, you're managing your squad, we've got enough centre-backs as it is. Um, Opinions will, will vary on that. How do you see it? I mean... And where do you where do you see Rowett's position at the moment, Matt? I mean is is he is he uh, is he safe? Is he is he is he on the gallows steps? Is he is 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 he, you know, waiting to be shot off like you know, a few dollars more or something? I
1: think I, th- I think he's always <laughs> he's <laughs> with you know, with us as a club and uh, especially like saying the home form, I think he's only like a few defeats away from, you know, having Serious yeah. question marks from Kavanagh having a, having to have a bit of a conversation with with James Berrelson. you know I mean the, the Norwich the Norwich, what happened at Norwich you know it's you can say you can say what you like about us being a club that doesn't sack managers, but if you've got home games and you've got the whole crowd shouting row it out row it out your football shit, he's not going to last more than two or three games. No 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 management can Sorry. could do that. So I think. He's, 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 he's on tender. He's, yeah, it's it's sensitive because he've, to come back from the Norwich, we've got four points from, from two games, which is a good result. But we haven't really, really put in strong performances there. We've got Leeds. Now, Leeds is, is a great opportunity. You can go one or two ways. You, you would hope, I mean, if, if the players are up for that and we haven't got, you know, if we're not really going for it from the off because it'd be packed out, Yeah. question marks need to be up then so if we but we should get a good result but i think he's 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 only ever going to be three three games away from potentially being sacked it, it's it's getting like that and he's he's been here a long time nick isn't he as well you know yeah it's kind four, of, four it's, plus it's, years it's, now yeah and, it's, and it kind of at the top you know you kind of even though the club's been backing him with money um you still think well come on sometimes you need to change your voice in the, in the dressing room don't you
0: and, He's an escapologist. He reminds me of Harry Houdini who used to get locked in a safe mat and uh, thrown into the water in Boston Harbour and he'd get out because Gary Rowick gets himself into these pickles and then somehow gets kicked, dragged, kicking and screaming to a more... Offensive attacking style, and then gradually, bit by bit, <laughs> seems to revert back to five at the back, long ball diagonal hits for fifty yards. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. He, he's he's very good at getting himself out of a hole, but then also jumping back in the hole again afterwards. So <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. Um, John, I just want to say before we close, mate. Um, we've got, we had two departures this week, which uh, became slightly joke figures at the den. I think rather unfairly. One was Andreas Vogel Sam, who's left to uh, well, contract was terminated mutually, and he's gone back to Germany. I nearly said West Germany, listeners. That shows my age. He's gone <laughs> back to Ger- Germany. <laughs> gone back to West Germany. I'm going to go with it. West Germany. Um, Yeah, via <laughs> Douglas DC 9 Um, <laughs> no, he's gone to Hanover. Um, and also to FC Hollywood Wrexham. George Evans has left us and signed up with the. Uh, uh, the Hollywood set in, in North Wales a surreal um situation. I mean both were players they weren't the best you'll ever have seen, John, but they weren't that bad as many made them out to to be. How did you see both?
3: Well I, I was always um I thought George Evans, <clears throat> excuse me, came in for some unfair criticism because he didn't play that much no <laughs> so how can you slot with someone who doesn't hardly little play you fans know? Little little don't little... need
0: the truth they need cartoon figures that you can hate <laughs> without ever seeing them or knowing them as individuals
3: exactly yeah 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 <laughs> and with Vogue again a bit of an enigma we seem to pick these sort of players up you know yeah. you know there's a player there flashes of good stuff like he scored a lovely goal at Watford away mm. and he smashed a penalty into the top Corner, at Reading,
0: yeah, yeah, German
3: yeah. style, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, yeah, he had the right look about him, and he, he was very a good percentage player, a Rowick player. Yeah. Um, but I think Rowick did him an, a, an injustice in that. To my mind, he just looked like a traditional centre forward. And yeah. Would just, you know, stay in the middle of the park and get himself in a position, and and he's on, he obviously had a good right foot on him. You know. Yeah. And I think Rowett played him all over the place, didn't he, really? He got five assists last year. So, again, I think he came in with some unfair criticism. But to be honest with you, you know, good luck to him, Matt. Adios. And, uh, you know, thanks for your, thanks for your
0: service. Both of them, really. Good, yeah. kind of decent guys. Alfida saying, Vogie. the saying, Pet, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and Yaki Dar. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I actually, I, I was thinking the other day, Matt, I, I, I know more, I actually know more Punjabi than I know Welsh. I actually know zero Welsh. Uh, so <laughs> there's there's something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, two, two depart. They both would probably, you know, yeah. they'd become memes, internet memes for, um, you know. For, for, Who's for next? Who's that, next? That,
1: this is like, what, Next feel, out the door. Well, no, when I was and, thinking um, about the dressing room. The, the, the players must look around and think and will. They've gone, thank God for that. But is it going to be me next who's going to be the kind of uh, the scapegoat, the memes person? Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Xeon's in danger of falling into that. Yeah, yeah. His descent from Dutch master to uh, Greenwich Council painter and decorators on on, on the (laughs) way, isn't it? So there we are. Gentlemen, Sunday morning, I want to say thank you. I've taken enough of your time, though. I want to say big thank you, Matt Richards. Thanks for joining us, Matt.
1: No, great to be here,
0: Nick. Good to see you. And good to see you, John. Keep up with the walking football, mate. There's a place in the mill side for you.
3: Well, yeah, my, that's what I dream about when I go to bed at night, you know. <laughs> scoring scoring you know, the old cold blow lane. in, that's, you know, that's, that's still, I still dream about
0: the old thing. Absolutely.
3: Dude. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. And a huge thank you to all the voicemails that have been sent in this week. We're going to run those now at the end of the show. Uh big thank you to everyone who's contributed to keep them coming. I do appreciate the, uh, the, the contributions. And we'll be back after the Leeds game, which is uh, well, that's a Sunday game, 17th. So we'll put a show out in the aftermath of whatever happens versus Leeds United until the next edition of Akdung Mill. I want to say, Dirty Millwall listeners, bye for now.
2: Hello? You right, Nick? It's Sam, cartoonist for the Lion Roars. I wasn't expecting too much out of today's game, if I'm totally honest. Um... I felt that last weekend's result might have just papered over the cracks um, in terms of the amount of chances we gave Stoke that they didn't take. Um, Birmingham were on a decent run of form and I thought it was going to be a tough afternoon for us. But the early goal from Nisbet definitely done us a favour. It silenced the crowd and I think for the rest of that half we controlled it without creating that much. Um, Birmingham... Had the better opportunities, but like Stoke, they just didn't put them away. Uh the penalty in the last minute of the first half could have been avoided. Uh Cooper should have just put his laces through through the ball and cleared it, regardless of whether he thought the keeper was coming or he got a shout. But luckily, it was a poor penalty and keeper saved it, and Leonard was there to mop up and make sure that nobody stuck in the rebound, which epitomised Leonard's performance in that first half. In the second half, I just wonder whether if we'd held out for another five minutes, whether the result would have been different, because I would imagine the crowd would have turned on Birmingham if we could have just held out that little bit longer, but we didn't, and it lifted the crowd, and like the first half, I think Birmingham controlled the second half, all a bit huff and puff, and didn't really worry us. Um... And I think maybe we got into it maybe the last 10 minutes. The injury to Hutchinson was a bit of a blow. But Harding came on and looked like he'd been part of that side for years. Um, He'd done really well, I think. Good at the back and decent up up top as well with his throwing. So that was a positive. Norton Cuffey, I think, could prove to be. Gary Rowitz, best signing since he's been with us. Um, He's a breath of fresh air. Exactly what we needed down that right-hand side. And he seems to have built up a, a good understanding with Leonard, which is which is really good. Uh, Savile, again, he's just a typical Millwall player. Everything you want in a Millwall player, Savile, for me. Um, just excellent. Just gives it 100%. And, you know, if Hutchinson's going to be injured for a period of time, I would be inclined to give him the captain's band as opposed to Cooper purely because when you watch other games you you see the captains of other teams always in the referees here very rarely do you see Cooper or Hutchinson doing that but you see Saville doing it week in week out um, whether that's because they're at the back and they can't get up if the, the, de- the decision's further up the field I don't know but I think he deserves to be captain and I think he would be an excellent mural captain um but the standout player of the day is, is Ryan Leonard. I mean, he had it all today. Um, he would have scored goal of the season if Cooper was a, a foot shorter as well. Um, he seems to bring a calmness to the back line. Um, his passing, his tackling, he's composed. Um, he just had it all today, in my opinion. Um, the worry is, how long is he going to be fit for? Or how long till he gets an injury? Because he is a good player, but we just don't see enough of him. And if we could, if he could stay fit, injury free for a season, it would be like signing a new player. But yeah, on reflection, I'm happy with a point. Um, I think it was fair. I would have took a point before the game. Um, and I'm happy with a point. My worries um, in our side is that we don't create enough chances in open play. I couldn't see a score in a second goal today if it wasn't for a set piece. Whether that be a free kick or or a corner. Um, and that's that's a little bit concerning. The other concern is, again, we're giving teams too many opportunities to score. And between Stoke and Birmingham today and last weekend, if they'd, if they'd put away the chances that they got, we would have been on, on another couple of hidings. We saw it from Red, uh, Reading. We saw it from Norwich. We've got to, we've got to cut that out of our game. But roll and lead, so it's been a while.
4: Hi Nick, Matt Webb here. Uh, just got back. Six o'clock in the evening. Just got back from the trip to St Andrews. Um, well, on paper, a one-all draw against a Birmingham team that haven't lost yet this season. Um, three wins and one draw at their first four. He's a he's a good result. Um, so you know we didn't lose. It's always a positive, but um, we got a point out of it. So something to work on. However, being there and watching the first half, particularly, I'm actually well. As I say, I, I'm actually quite disappointed. I. I Let's start with the lineups or even one change because of Brian injured, but he stuck to the same formation. Brilliant. stuck to the same formation that we started off against Stoke, and we attacked him off, for, uh, from the start. And this bit's free kick was absolutely world class. the The boy is miles better than us, and, and he's going he's going on to bigger and better things. Which is exciting to have him in a Millwall shirt at the moment. Then the second half, we just uh, well, let's let's rewind that a bit, man. Um, The as I said, the first half was really good, really played really well. We were first to the ball, we were quick. Our energy was high, our intensity was was high. And you know, we should have been a bit more clinical, and we should have had a lot more. Then two uh, key moments. One is obviously the injury to Sean Hutchison. Now, I don't know, I don't know where we, why we did not get another centre half uh, on deadline day. Um, we now lost Hutch possibly for a few weeks. We don't know. I mean, it's a blessing as an international break, but all we've got now is Harding and Danny Mac, which were who were on the bench at the time, and Harding came on. All it takes is another one of the centre-halves, i.e. let's say Leonard, Leonard, for argument's sake, because his injury record is not brilliant to go down. And then we do have a, a a crisis at the back. So, you know, who knows how long Hutch is out for, but I think this was the reason why we should have gone in for a, another centre-half. Then there was the penalty. Um... Listen, it was a silly, silly challenge by Sarkic. His decision making there to go down at the player who was actually li- going to, away from the goal was silly. However, there was a break. You could see there was a breakdown in communication. Cooper had, had him covered whilst he was moving away from the ball and took a, a step back as soon as he saw Sarkic coming out. And I don't know whether he made contact or not. Who knows? But from the referee's vision, he pointed to the spot. On the flip side he redeemed himself by an absolute excellent penalty save. So well done, but get your decision making right. That's all I'm gonna say. Then well then the disallowed goal, which obviously I'm gonna watch tonight. So I mean if that if Cooper didn't headed it, I don't know if that was going in or not from Leonard, but what a strike. But then the second half came and, you know, we all knew that Birmingham would have come out. They came out early at halftime. So they obviously got a bollock in from their manager. And, and yeah, we just sort of like, we a bit, you know, s- slow from the offset. But my problem is, um, Nick, and I'll, I'll, I'll try and be as brief as possible. The subs... I just don't get the subs. I really don't. Um, today, again, I thought Fleming was not as productive as he normally is. Not as the Fleming that we all had from last year. Is it because other teams have found him out? Is it because he didn't have his big money move to Burnley? Who knows? But it's as if he's he, he had to keep him on for a purpose. And I just didn't get that one. Second one was... For me, taking Savlov, which for me was an absolute ridiculous decision because of the fact that he was the only one who was putting his foot in, in that midfield, in my opinion. You know, he was working hard, tirelessly, being energetic. And for the love that we have for Billy Mitchell, the, the man can't defend. The man cannot defend. Unfortunately, he can't defend. And, you know, there was times where the players got round him and got done easily. I don't know whether it's a confidence thing or or something that's just been out coached I don't know but he should have been taken off today and you know but he stayed on then he goes for the I'm happy with the result I'll take the striker off and play one with sort of Fleming behind to be a and sort of like a, a part-time number 2 up top but really he's easy one that's tucked behind it And I just I think he's very frustrating, but the thing is he's also being very predictable in it. So you know, there's so for me, yes, all right, I'll take a point in St Andrews. It's a shit over ground. It's a nightmare getting home, but listen, we didn't lose, and as the chance were, Gary Rowett, your football was all right, albeit for just forty five minutes. So we have a nice little break now. And you know, hopefully the injuries will uh, not be too serious and those who are out could be more fitter and stronger. And we look forward to Leeds United at home. Come on your lines.
5: Hi Nick, Jim. Just ringing in after the uh, Birmingham game. Uh, well-earned point, I thought, today. I uh, thought we had the best of the first half and they had the best of the second half and the draw was about right. Um, Personally, I was a little bit worried about the game. I thought Birmingham start to the season. They, they looked like they were they were quite quick on the attack and they might pull us to pieces at the back. But to be fair, even when Hutch went off, I thought harding uh, special mention to him. Thought we had a a very good uh, game in the centre when he came on. Um, and a little bit of credit to Rarit today. I actually thought the the subs changed the the sort of the flow in the second half. It was looking like. It was just Birmingham attack after attack, sort of the first 20-25 minutes. But I thought Longman came on and just just, he looked quite good on that left-hand side, to be fair. Um, At one point, I thought we probably had too many midfielders on. Um, But we've got a lot of midfielders at the club now, so maybe that's the way we're going to go. Uh, I thought George Savile did his normal uh, coaching, as he does on the pitch, and trying to tell the players to pull their socks up a couple of times. But overall, I thought point was about right I'm um, glad the international break although be it early we've only played five games but actually for us it's probably just about come at the right time it hopefully means that these little niggling injuries that Denore and Brian have got and obviously we don't know about Hutch what's gone on there but um, hopefully we can get those two back because I think those two players are key for us I think Denore needs to come in for Mitchell and Brian obviously is the best left wing back at the club so Hopefully they'll be fit for the next game. Um, a big on that one. Leeds, always a, a big game down at the Den. So, please with the points today. Come on, you Lions.
0: No the answer to today's pundit question, dear listeners, is Adriano. Adriano, he played for Juventus, Crystal Palace and Lazio. Visit punditgames.co.uk for more details on to how to buy... A pundit. game, every sale benefits the lion's food hub. Thank you for listening. I'll leave a dirty Mill Bye for now. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you
1: have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.